okay right here we go so jacob how have you been oh man i've, I've been pretty good actually um it's been obviously like i said before well the viewers wouldn't have heard this but like i said before it's been a while since we spoke it's been maybe what yeah. two years there, there much, yeah. yeah yeah last so, time would have been uh, before exams in huish yeah. so yeah i mean i know you stayed at huish for a third year didn't you i did yeah i stayed too because i changed from uh maths which i really was if you remember was absolutely shocking that absolutely yeah shocking. i changed the history and that went quite well um did pretty yeah. well in that although i got my grade given to me instead of Okay. Yeah, which is useful. Uh, no, and then I'm at Uni of York now. Um, oh, York, nice. Really enjoying it. Um, yeah. What about you? How's the how's the how's the running and training going? Yeah, no, everything's fine with me. I mean, I've literally just got back from the session, so I yeah. mean, I still stink to be honest. I've not even <laughs> got in the shower yet, but it's yeah. yeah, not like I said, it's no problem. But no, I mean, Manchester's brilliant. You know, I love the city, um, and obviously, you know, being an athlete is uh, is good fun in Manchester. You know, obviously, yeah, it's a, it's an active city. So, you know, it's it, it's a perfect place for me. But, you know, what you what do you say you're studying at York? I'm studying politics. That's probably, oh, of course, that's probably of course. one for me. Um, but another reason I came here is for the cricket. Like, I'm really enjoying oh, the cricket. Um, well, ever since I, so ever since I lost quite a lot of weight, the um, the cricket has just become so much more important to me and playing well, yeah. playing at a decent level. So that's quite good. Um but no, how is you? You're still aiming to go quite high with running, aren't you? Because I know you were talking about ideally, at some point. Ideally, yeah, I would. Um, obviously, I would love to take it to the highest level possible. Um, but you know, at this at the stage I'm at now, you know, obviously there's not necessarily uh, contracts on the table, stuff like that. And yeah. you know, I'm still miles and miles away from that yet, and I'm very realistic with myself about that. But I'm definitely making progress. Uh, you know, the training is is come on leaps and bounds in the past two years. Um, you know, I've partnered with the right coach definitely the right coach um and you know like i said i've got a great team around me um you know like i said i've just finished a training session you know the guys we've had there all you know really solid guys yeah. and uh i mean it looks like it works you hard whenever you put in your instagram you're like dripping and it's like it's way <laughs> too much effort for me i stand in a field for my sport no I mean, like i say it's um we've got a good team and you know we all push each other to be better and yeah. uh, i'm sure it's you know you've got the same with the cricket team you know you all make each other better and you know yeah, yeah. you have a productive culture yeah definitely but I know you said so when we were at Hewish you were on the county team is that right oh well it's changed it's changed since when I was since when I start when I was younger so you had yeah. these days there's just county and not county so okay. you had levels of you play for your district within the county of Somerset and um and then that would technically be county and there'd be an overall county side I, I managed to play one or two games for the full-on county side, but I never okay, fully made yeah. it to, there, to that level. It's like under like 12s, 13s, 14s. Uh, but no, I played district, and there's, I mean, there is always a hope that eventually, you know, someone will see you play. But I think that yeah. may be, that may be slightly gone now. But no, I still the, the key thing about you know still playing sport. I don't know whether anyone will, you know, what's the word? Uh, relate. Yeah, relate to this. Is yeah. that if if you do don't if you don't make it to a certain level, you still you still play it. You still enjoy the sport. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm exactly the same with running. I mean, I like I say, I I'm realistic with myself about you know where I could go and um you know where that could take me. But the reality is, in athletics, it's very hard to make it as yeah. a living. Uh, you know, even if you are sort of the best in your event. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still going to do it. I you know I still plan to be yeah. running. You know, when I'm 70 years old, ideally, you know, yeah, just yeah. take care of your body and you know do as much as you can in that sense. So, like I say, I plan to continue running forever and you know it's uh 
obviously you know I added a bit of cycling a bit of cross training everything like that yeah. and you know I mean we've just had a little bit of a kick about after the session as well on the uh, on the Astro yeah. Turf down there so no it's I think sport in any lane of life it, it teaches you a whole host of lessons uh, okay. you know I I can certainly you know say I, I mean I've played maybe five or six different sports in my time uh, yeah. sort of on at a team level and they've all taught me you know different lessons you know I've learn discipline from one motivation from another yeah you know, one of them will just kick you in the balls and knock you down and yeah. it's uh you know it I think it's definitely something that I everyone think... should at least be involved in at some to some extent obviously yeah. you know not it's not everyone's cup of tea but at the same time you know the lessons you can learn from it are phenomenal well, yeah I think also there's a there's always a sense with sport that it teaches you to get up when you're knocked down oh, yeah whether you're playing, it's, free, it's literally with rugby or, or in cricket, if you get hit for, you know, three sixes in a row, you've still got a ball, three more balls. Or in running, if you, you know, break a leg or break an ankle or, you know, run straight into a hurdle or whatever it is, then you've got to get up and go again because you still enjoy it, as we said. So and I think yeah. also it teaches you a lot of mental toughness, which is, Absolutely. you know, we obviously the with certainly a, a more a, a brilliant more uh what's the phrase i'm looking for here uh there's a certainly a more of an emphasis on uh mental health these days which is brilliant and i think sport actually really helps the that kind of side of things it's, it's just i know this is probably preaching to the choir because uh this is kind of what this uh, podcast is all about for um well what from what i've heard before the um the, it really does help because you constantly you, it takes your mind off things i mean one of the things that during lockdown obviously it's a pretty awful situation it's getting a little bit better but um is the the is that i really enjoyed running i know obviously i don't yeah. do it to your level at all but it is just stick your airpods in or airpods and wherever they are and just head off exactly and it's just yeah. fantastic and you can just keep going and going and and it's something that's great is that being in a new city as well uh, you just explore. I just love exploring whilst running. Literally, yeah. I was exactly the same with Manchester. It's, it really is an opportunity. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, my training's uh, a bit different to that of yourself. But yeah. you know, being able to just go for a run and even just see new sites or you know yeah. go to different places. I mean, now it's getting to a stage where you know we're looking to maybe do camps in France and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, when stuff lifts, but. Um, you know you can travel with it as well but you know that's another great thing I know you've been on a couple tours yourself am I right um one or two uh nothing too big I missed out on the one to Sri Lanka just about which is Uh, slightly annoying but um no yeah there's a couple of tours we did a couple of to Yorkshire and places like that there's one planned for the uni uh there's one in London which isn't really a tour when we say tour we mean kind of play a lot of games of cricket against people but no there is a planned tour at some point hopefully near the Caribbean but I don't know whether that will happen or not anytime soon but uh, I look forward to being hit in the head by someone's a lot faster than I'm expecting um but no I I is yeah it's it's brilliant touring touring is one of the best things you'll ever do because you're playing your favorite sport with your mates just absolutely and you, yeah in the evenings you're chilling talking about the sport talking about other things and you, you don't really worry about anything especially if you're at uni and you've got you know uni work to do when you're on tour it doesn't matter because that's all you're there to do it's great so exactly yeah yeah it's very much sort of living in the moment with it and enjoying life you know obviously none of us know how many days we've got left um yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a bit of a cynical view to take but yeah, yeah, at I the agree. same time it's um you know you could get hit by a car tomorrow so you know yeah don't worry about you know what's going on tomorrow it's uh and like you said, you know, you're there in the moment with your mates, just enjoying life. Um, yeah. And, you know, like you said, you're not necessarily preaching to the choir, but 
this podcast is very much about sort of uh, self-improvement and growth and everything especially with young people because especially now more than ever in the digital age um there's a there's a massive massive pressure to have things sorted out to have things yeah you know be ready to go at 18 you know know what you want to do and it's crazy to think that at 18 years old you know when we were finishing college or you know 19 for yourself barely two years ago we were still in at nine gone at three five lessons a day at secondary school and then in two years you're expected to know what you want to do with your life what career path you want to take and also that that completely changes i mean uh, someone you've had on the podcast before one of our good mates Vinny, he always wanted to be a marine absolutely wanted to be a marine and now he's kind of changing his mind a little bit and in the same way i always wanted to go into politics and that maybe still one day be a thing but i'm very much looking at the navy now as a as a it, it does things do change and it's that is a worry for me certainly for young some young people that they they have their careers they're forced to have their careers set on them yeah and so they yeah. and even if they don't enjoy it because I could never be so I could never be someone that could just do a job that I hated even if it was for loads of money I just couldn't do it I would Definitely. just I mean especially working in a supermarket over lockdown it's really just especially been because you can't actually enjoy anything else it's really put that and there's nothing wrong with working in a supermarket because it is fun for a certain amount of time you certainly make people make good friends yeah. And it's it's hard work, but it's rewarding work because you're actually feeding people. It's a, especially at the moment. But there is a certain level of just this is work that perhaps I'll, this is not what I want to do. I want to do something else. No, exactly. You could yeah. be you could be a lawyer earning 150 grand a year, and you could still feel like that and go to something else. My exactly. Lighting is terrible, so I'm going to do that so you can at least see my face. <laughs> That's all right. No, I mean I I feel exactly the same. Like you say, I know I I did a a month or two in Sainsbury's over lockdown and it's the same thing you know it is fun for a while and yes you do make friends and yeah the I was constantly being told the phrase especially by the older staff there you know it it is just the money just you know get through it and obviously you know that's the mindset you have to take but at the same time if you hate something people that do work in supermarkets like that absolutely it's it's tough work it is really really tough work um especially when you know we're sitting talking about you know, we want to do this, we want to do that with our lives. It, it, the the work in market's tough. My dad's done it for donkey's years, and he's he's yeah. a tough cookie. So, yeah, that's off to anyone that does that. No, absolutely, and and indeed, off hats off to um you know to all sort of the essential workers and everyone that's been through, you know, working through the pandemic. Obviously, you know, the NHS doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Um, more you know more than is ever required of them. So, it's fantastic. it is crazy to think, uh, you know, what everyone's going through. But so where where did uh, sort of the path diverge for you with politics? Because I know obviously the last time we spoke, you you were very much the class Tory, uh, yeah. as we used to call you. I, um, but yeah, I, sort of where I, did that path diverge? I don't do I don't I mean maybe a bit of growing up happened, a bit of maturity when it came to politics. I, I saw the world very black and white. Okay, so these these people are doing wrong, these people are doing right. So we expect more people in the right and in not like the political right, but yeah in the in the green if that makes sense and yeah that kind of the especially the pandemic and coming to university meeting a lot more people meet new cultures it's just it's not that simple it's not as simple as these people do wrong these people do right it's absolutely you need to there has to be a sense of the government helping people and i, I don't want to go into politics too much but no, i always was certainly in that class very without well neo, neoliberal that's kind of a dirty word to me now but so i don't i'm not a member of the tories anymore i wouldn't even consider myself right wing anymore no. i'm a centralist and i try and follow more uh uh you know thinkers such as the ones we did but 
in politics, the ones of the likes of Locke and Rawls. Rawls especially has been very, very great. It's been fantastic to read. Uh, going back to a more liberal sense, older liberal sense with Locke, you've got people like Adam Smith and then newer ones, Anthony Giddens and Anthony Crosland. And more kind of the centre-left kind of look at things, more European yeah. view of politics. They've, it's nowhere near the kind of, excuse me, the... Um, the the far left nature that you see in terms of socialism and things like that it's more about an understanding that capitalism is an in, inherent good but it has yeah. many flaws and is so easy to uh take advantage of that it has to be a government level in order to make sure everyone feels the great wealth that capitalism can provide absolutely yeah. so almost that restricts capitalism but that's a good thing because it means that you can you can provide for people whether it be through railways or through the nhs who obviously i mean most people i mean this is an amazing thing is so that i would have looked at the nhs you know when we were in politics and said right let's privatize it nowadays i would never even think that that would be i mean it wouldn't make first of all it wouldn't work and second of all they need even more money especially with it at the moment not just to provide new supp- supplies but they deserve to be paid a hell of a lot more uh, with yeah. them uh, work that they do so it's kind of a sense of growing up and not to call all conservatives not growing up but certainly a, a better understanding I think that's what maturity is about is understanding other people's strife it's kind of not a sense of okay so these people are claiming benefits so obviously they're in the wrong which some people do believe and certainly those on the far right quite uh, the neoliberal far right believe but now it's a better understanding a sense of this is this is their their this is their issue and it's actually the job yeah. of looking down on them but helping them solving this this issue that people have and they yeah. got like a crucial role in that and so that kind of Blairite and so to some extent um the likes of Harold Macmillan and and especially Angela Merkel is the way I look at things now but no I've yeah. I've gone off I've gone on for too long and the, what I was getting to is that the reason I've diverged from wanting to go straight into politics is a I, I feel like now that I have a better understanding of cultures I feel like I need to get an even better one because before I didn't even know about this but yeah so I, I don't even know whether I've got all of said understanding. I could go completely back the other way with a different understanding. So that there's, I don't think anyone can go into straight into politics because you don't have the, the understanding of everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. But also when it comes to politics, there's no party, I think, that really represents me in this country. I think a lot of people feel that way. Definitely. Uh, the, yeah. the, the Tories are they're, they're, they're a bit of a mess within the party. They're not the people that uh, a lot of people think they are. So the, gov- the government can, well, certain members of the government, I won't go into who, could be considered further right, some could be considered centre right. But the actual voters, and this was quite clear to me during the 2019 election, are further right than the party. And so that's an issue for someone who considers himself more centre, centre left kind of area. Definitely. And also they have the new con- the new contingent of MPs and with Tory MPs, they, they do tend to be on the Eurosceptic further right, which is not something that I agree with. But then when it comes to the left and the the certainly the issues they've had around anti-Semitism and things like that. And also, especially, like I said, with although on the centre left an inherent belief that capitalism is a good thing, I don't agree that cap- the, with the far, the far left, nor do I believe that Labour can, you know, just change a leader and suddenly everything's OK. There are certainly still issues to be found. There is still this hope. There's the likes of Lisa Nandy in the Labour Party. There's Tom Tugan in the in the in the Conservative Party. But there's no real party that represents me. Yeah. So I, I went searching and I just from the navy i really lo- i just lo- love the look of it just just be involved in defense and still use into the the knowledge i've picked up with my degree in international politics to kind of give intelligence that's quite that's quite yeah. icing 
definitely. Go definitely. on long I mean, enough. I'll shut up. No, honestly, honestly, I love the guests to talk as much as they can. Um, you know, people see me every week on this podcast. You know, it's very much about you, your experiences, your, you know, your thoughts and beliefs on stuff. And you know, it's like I say in the um, sort of bywords of the show, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's trying to make a change through sharing everyone's experiences. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm trying to get as many different points of view as I can yeah, about I, everything. Especially. You, yeah, and it, I mean, it's like you said. You know, you you came to uni, you found all these different kinds of fields of view, and that opened your mind so much more. And that's yeah, yeah. definitely something we could do with more more of in this country. Um, yeah. You know, I definitely think, especially sort of in Devon, Somerset. You know, where from myself and Jacob are from. We, it's obviously it's a very Tory stronghold. Um, it's very sheltered, certainly. Very sheltered indeed, um, and that's something that I definitely found coming to Manchester as well. Obviously, an extremely multicultural city. Um, yeah. And, you know, there have been a, there have been a lot of firsts for me in the city. You know, there's especially times. I mean, I, I still remember the first time I walked into a class and I was actually the only person of white ethnicity in the class. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that that's obviously something I've never experienced before, being yeah, from yeah. Devon, um, you know, it's a white majority area. We don't yeah, yeah. even, you know, the foreign populations we have in Devon are sort of white Eastern European yeah, rather yeah. than Middle Eastern or Asian or, you know, and uh, like I'm saying, there's nothing at all wrong with diversity. You know, I think yeah, it, it only serves to expand it. culture. Yeah, Is, that's the same with the politics degree. They get people from all over the world who come do it. And then you, you 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 say something that you've believed your entire life and that you've had all the evidence for. And then someone actually says, well, actually, that doesn't work because of this that I've experienced. And suddenly you go, OK, so this idea is not as concrete as I thought it was because these yeah. are giving me a new view that actually you can't argue with because they've got the evidence to back it up. So it's kind of the, the sense of I feel like a lot of people go into a politics degree hoping for arguments and debates and try and prove that they're right. But it's actually more I feel about kind of solidifying a worldview through other people's understandings you should go there hoping to be proved wrong in a way in that yeah. almost like the way a scientist looks at hypothesis it's just kind of looking at okay I think like this but I hope I'm proved wrong because then it gives me a better understanding about creating an idea or a policy so um it's it's just great to see so many different people and how and you can add their experiences to the way you think and I think that is that's just it's just brilliant especially in York it's quite a I mean in yeah. fairness Yorkshire is quite a, a white area as well but we certainly with the degree there's a lot of and in fairness we haven't really had any in-person seminars but certainly from Zoom the Zoom ones yeah. have, they've been just it's just been great to just get to know uh, so many different uh, what's the word uh, experiences that you can add to your own it's, it's yeah. brilliant yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, through doing that, we can all become better rounded people yeah. as a whole. And, you know, it's like I keep saying, that's what I want this podcast to be. Yeah. And it's, um, like I say, sharing experiences, because at the end of the day, if you've only grown up in a white neighbourhood, in a white city, and, yeah. you know, you've grown up, I don't know, watching the same kind of TV your parents did, and yeah. you've only had the influence of your parents and sort of family, friends, it is a very sort of narrow mindset and it's definitely something I think it's a generational thing you can see as well yeah, yeah. and obviously you know it, it comes I had this conversation with someone the other day we were um we were talking about the whole sort of council culture thing yeah and you know sort of older people sort of 60 plus you get it with grandparents as well sometimes yeah. they'll say something that nowadays we would definitely steer away from well yeah it's, so, it's, it's, it's not just that as well it's other things that are less controversial that they they still 
don't believe so my my um sister's bisexual and they found they took a long time to my grandparents took a long time so i love them took a long time yeah. to understand that and they st- I still don't think they do but to give a, a better example with what i was talking about the things that are, are slightly n- not irrelevant slightly but slightly less um uh, sensitive is that if you t- look at the issue of electric cars now i love my cars and so do my grandparents um but they just will not buy an electric car at all or no. hybrids they won't do it even though they're more economical faster they'll save them money they just there's something about them that they just don't like because it's linked back to that all-important climate change which for many years they always didn't believe and i, I still think although they they're forced to believe it now that there is a level of but i don't i kind of don't want to if that makes sense um, yeah yeah i think it comes back to the sort of belief that humans are naturally very conservative people we don't necessarily like change but it's yeah. like like i was saying it's a generational thing is you can't necessarily just cancel someone who's of a different generation and of a different time purely because of, you know, they've not necessarily had the education on how, I mean, you know, look at the last 20 years, how different we are now from where we were in the year 2000. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a completely different world, yeah, especially it, in the westernized world. I think it goes back again to that that thing we were talking about with understanding is that they didn't have the science to back up. They didn't have the understanding of 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 what this means and now you can see the the whole thing behind things like there being a lot of genders uh, quite a few genders is that everyone used to make a joke about this Uh, and there's still there isn't as much evidence as perhaps you'd like or perhaps there will be one day but there is actually evidence for example for a gender spectrum yeah is which is something that you know a couple of people probably we would have had a laugh at in politics at at one point but now you you see and you get this understanding and you say actually that that is correct and 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 even if it wasn't, you have to be tolerant. And I think that's another key oh, absolutely. being tolerant of people. Uh, and that, once again, comes with understanding. So uh, I think also, yeah, with, with cancel culture, you can't cancel someone just because they don't understand. It's it's only and I'm, I'm not a massive fan of cancel, cancel culture. I think it's effective sometimes for some people. But I think it's only uh, acceptable in any way if people refuse the understanding. If the understanding absolutely, is obvious. Yeah. So, for example, someone constantly using the N-word. If someone used the N-word and then they uh, they apologised for it, they understood it, they they uh, they they understood the the pain that it can cause, and then they would never use it ever again. Then that's fair enough, and it, it's not fair enough that they used it, but they can they can yeah. move on and get better. But if they keep using it with the constant disregard, like it's it's also it's something we've we you know when you're 12, 13, you think racial or gay slurs constantly they're hilarious it's just it's just people because people are being outrageous or the 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 it's a load of shock humor but now as you get older you just kind of once again to go back to that word you understand that it can cause so much pain just just it, it sounds silly but one word can can bring back so many feelings not just before but kind of oh, absolutely in their head just okay what does this mean and well they know exactly what it means it's, it's just it just it hurt it can hurt and so there is a sense of if you have that, if you're given the opportunity to understand and you change, then yeah. that's fine. But if you then don't change, then that's when you have an issue and in fairness should be cancelled. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you've explained it phenomenally there. It's, you know, you can't, you can't say, I have the same, same thing with veganism here is um, people like to just write off veganism before they know anything about it. And that is sort of the biggest challenge I've had, certainly, um, you know bringing that into my life but it's one of those things you without the education around certain topics whether it's race whether it's veganism whatever else electric cars 
if you if you don't have the knowledge you can't ex- you can't do anything with it so and obviously yeah. you know like like we say um sort of with the racial stuff it you know you can't it's not acceptable yeah you know in any form but it's once someone refuses the education yeah about it that's yeah. when things get a bit more serious but i mean you know like i say this i mean it's a phenomenal conversation <laughs> you know yeah. I, I forgot how good of an orator you are <laughs> honestly i think it's uh it comes back to the whole politics thing. I know, obviously, you say you've changed a lot with politics, but yeah. the debate, the few debates we had in in Kerry's class, I do yeah. remember being quite yeah. electric. Yeah, they were they were always good fun as well. I've always, but once again, I felt like a, I was a I don't know I, I don't know whether I'm allowed to, but I was a bit of an ass in <laughs> fine. You're fine. Uh, in um, in in politics class because I didn't believe I was ever wrong uh, even when I clearly was so and that once again I know I'll keep I'll keep banging on about this word once you understand that you can be wrong then actually it makes you a lot, a lot more tolerable in in debates and things like that so no it's, it's 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 good to have another debate actually or, or talk about things because you're right those politics lessons were always good fun and then uh, and then Vinny would come in with some hilarious quote or, or yeah. joke, which were brilliant. Oh, he'd bring up the Liberal Democrats on my on my yeah. Twitter and say, "Oh, who are these people?" Which is which was always quite funny. Um, yeah, those are brilliant. Lessons. I would. I do want to quickly share a, a joke that that. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You made because we're on politics. Um, we were talking, I think, about the third way and there, and and I raised. I think you might remember. This, I raised my hand and said, uh, uh, "What did John Smith think of all this?" And Vinny randomly just went, yeah, but what about Carlsberg? And I yes. more in, in a lesson than that. And that's just a, in, a bit of an intellectual conversation. And then Vinny's comic relief. That is, I was hoping we yeah. were going to do it today, actually. Just yeah, no, I, I, Vinny yeah. With something. I, did, um, I did message Vinny about it. I think he's working in Lincoln at the moment. Is he? So yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's all over the country with um, a telecoms engineer, I think he is yeah. at the moment. So. You know, like I say, he's a bit busy with that. But no, definitely we'll try and get um, all three of us on uh, in a few yeah. weeks for sure. But yeah, those politics lessons were brilliant. They were fun. John Smith, Carlsberg <laughs> and the Kahoot names as well. Yeah, the even Kahoot, better. Uh, we won't bring up too many of them because they were pretty poor. Like, is it, they were just bad puns mainly. Bad they puns, yeah. Um, poor taste. But... I do want to ask um, uh, mainly about uh, with running. Do yeah. you still, do you, going a bit off well, back to what we were talking about um do you still go out running and in, in, in in the same way so you would obviously push yourself in a session uh but then do you go out and say okay i want to beat this 5k time or do you just kind of run for fun that's a very good question actually um one thing that you hear a lot of runners talk about especially professionals you know guys yeah. that are you know like i say with teams with adidas nike whatever yeah um you, know, you hear it a hell of a lot you know you need to enjoy running make sure you enjoy it and obviously you know I do enjoy running yeah. I, I really do you know there's for me there is no feeling that compares um to when you know you're at full stride a bit of a in my mind I visualize it as a racehorse you know yeah. just absolutely flying along um and that and you know there's no better feeling for me than that you know yeah. I can't replicate that in any other facet of life yeah, yeah. Um, which is why you know in the past I've been quite uh quite firm when I feel that people have tried to take that away from me or yeah. you know you need to get a job or you need to do yeah. this do that take time off for studying or whatever and I've always pushed back very hard on that purely because and I, I think it comes back to this understanding of 
to a sense of sort of varying my life and being able to do yeah. things like I do with the podcast and YouTube and all these different other things now. Yeah. And obviously languages at uni. But um Oh yeah, that's but, can I just say that's really impressive, the Spanish podcast. Oh thank you. That was thank that you. was that was really impressive. I did enjoy that. Well, well I didn't it, well I obviously had to read the subtitles, I didn't speak Spanish, but um it was that was really impressive. No, thank you, thank you. I remember, I, I, sorry, just quickly, I do remember me and Vinny being like, "Why have you got Spanish on your phone? Do you even speak Spanish?" <laughs> like, I will speak Spanish. That's the main thing. And we were just like, "Nah." So well done, well done, done, done doing that. <laughs> no, cheers, thank you. No, it's that was a very good episode. Uh, you know, yeah. Pablo's a I've known him for a long time, and um, it was the first time we actually had spoken. Obviously, it's over Skype, but face to face in well over four years, I think, maybe five, but. Now, to go back to what I was saying, um, yeah, like I say, I can't replicate that feeling in any other facet of life of just being at full stride, you know, full pace. So I don't necessarily say that I would run, you know, I maybe like the end of the week, you go out for just a 30 minute run and just enjoy yeah. it. I wouldn't necessarily say that I do that because for me, the enjoyment comes when I'm pushing myself. Yeah. You know, like you say, you know, in the Instagram pictures, videos, whatever, you know, I'm obviously drenched in sweat you know yeah. bombing along that for me like it's, it sounds a bit like sort of something Kobe Bryant or someone would say but like I enjoy the pain almost yeah, yeah you know that obviously it's a very you know it's a bad feeling when you want to throw up or yeah, yeah. you know um, interestingly enough I've never thrown up from running so I feel yeah. like uh, that's an achievement for me I mean that's another thing with cricket is that is that you obviously you get hit a lot and you get yeah. hit, that can really, especially you get hit in the head, that can really deal with it. I, I struggled maybe for about a season after being hit in the head. We have these uh, sidearms, which are these like dog throwers, but they're made of, they have metal in them and the plastic round, but mainly metal. Uh, and they can throw very fast. And uh, I got hit in the head. I got pinned by a coach uh, right on the head with the, I had a helmet on, but yeah. it, it shook me up for a while. I've only really just been able to regain that. I was always very good on playing the shot, but I've only just been able to regain it. And I remember there was someone called Steve Waugh, a very, very good cricketer, Australian cricketer. And he was one of the toughest people you could ever meet. He got hit in Sydney uh, playing India. Oh, this shows how much I like cricket. I really should shut up. But <laughs> he got hit on the elbow and um, yeah. broke his elbow pretty much. And then, well, it might have been, no, it was in Melbourne, sorry. And then, um, and then within the week, although they thought he'd broken it, he just didn't, he just was like, I'm not going for scans. I'm, this is my last test. I'm coming up to yeah. I'm playing it. And he played pretty much with a broken elbow and scored, I think, 100 or so, 80 odd or something. So yeah. that's it. You, you have just got to play through it because it, you enjoy playing cricket so much. If you if you constantly let, you're going to get hit probably once every inning. So if you let that yeah. get, you just won't enjoy it. And um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the running. So I, um, I, I don't know whether you know this, but I lost quite a lot of weight. Um, well, you certainly look amazing you yeah, know, right now. Yeah. Um, I, lost, I lost 37 kilos. So I was 100 and, wow. and I'm now 68. That um, is quite. Was that something you were aiming to do, or did that just? Yeah. Well, originally, that's what I was going to talk about with running. Is that I, it was I really enjoy. I was really enjoying running while I was losing weight. Yeah. So I started off in the gym, and then obviously lockdown happened, so it was just running and you know doing home workouts and stuff. Uh, and then I was just setting myself little goals. So goals. I was just like, okay, I want to lose seven point uh, seven for a kilo, a kilo a week, and just see where it got. And the original goal was eighty, but I just thought, you know, well, why not just keep going? Try and yeah. And and I when I, that was happening, I was really enjoying running. And the reason was, was I just wasn't timing myself that much. I was just looking at yeah. calories, just trying to burn calories and stuff. Uh, and then after it, recently, maybe last term, I really started to hate running, which is weird. So like I said, I, I did enjoy yeah. it. Um, but it's because I was constantly looking at my 5K time, trying to get better and better and better. Yeah. And I think personally for me, what I've been doing recently with running 
um, is I've just been just enjoying it. Like instead of just doing a 5K where I'm timing myself, I do like a 10K or 11, 12K uh, and where I just don't time myself. So I'm still burning a lot of calories, in fact, more, but I, I'm enjoying it a heck of a lot more because you just, you're just running around exploring. So I just wanted to know about that, whether that was the same for you or whether, you know, you are yeah. used to push yourself a lot, but I suppose that's because you do, you know, running is your passion. But and personally for me, and I'm sure lots of people will relate is that there is a, I think you should time yourself every now and then. Uh, just to make sure you are getting better but certainly I enjoy it a lot more when I'm, there's not the pressure on me just to to try and run hard and 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 like you said almost make yourself throw up I'd much rather just uh yeah, just definitely. yeah it's um it's yeah like I say for me I can't replicate the feeling of running and that is yeah you know, that's what gets the endorphins in the brain going and the serotonin and everything so yeah for me it's it's that point where you know where you could you know collapse or whatever or not collapse obviously that's pushing a bit far but you know that feeling where you are just sort of getting along and just getting through it and pushing through pain for me that is where the enjoyment comes I'm sure you know um like I say I do enjoy running you know just nice and easy runs um I I find I enjoy it a lot more when I run with people uh certainly the pandemic it's it's not been fun uh, I came back to Devon for quite a few months and yeah. had to train completely alone and that's yeah that did get in my head a little bit for sure but now that I'm able to obviously I'm back now in Manchester and um and I'm able to train with people I certainly find that I if I'm doing an easier run or I'm not having to push myself to that point like I say where I'm straining out or whatever certainly the easier stuff is much more enjoyable with a group yeah, yeah. um you know and that just comes down to I mean I maybe had to do two or three years of more or less training alone. I, I had a coach, but, you know, that was when I was back at Exeter and it wasn't a great time for me there because, you know, there was a lot of sort of toxicity around some yeah. people that were in the club. Obviously, I'm not going to name names or anything, but it's um, there's a lot of toxicity around there and that really sucked my love for the sport out. And yeah. it, I think it was a good thing that I went straight to university rather than doing a gap year or anything like that because that then you know coming to Manchester yeah. getting the team here that sort of reignited my fire for the sport yeah and um you know like I say if I I think if I'd taken another route potentially I wouldn't be running track and field anymore yeah. maybe you know maybe I still would maybe not at the level I'm at certainly not at the level I'm at if I didn't come there so no it's um it's, it's yeah. a very layered thing with me yeah I completely agree with going back I know obviously cricket and running are completely different sports but yeah you can always kind of relate to playing a sport and um definitely the first thing you said of you just enjoy pushing yourself and when you, you feel sick and so on and and that you that kind of comes into it with cricket but it's more of a kind of someone hits you you kind of want to go screw you I'm better than you I want to yeah definitely um and but you you I know what you mean you can fall out of love with a sport but especially with things like cricket because cricket you play a bad shot when you're batting and then all of a sudden you're back in the hutch and you can't actually do anything you, your Saturday's ruined you've got to yeah. or when you just gotta I mean luckily I do both I bat and bowl so that's not too bad but certainly as a batsman if you were just if you nick off first ball and then you're back at you're back in yeah, the, the chair yeah so you get you can hate it a little bit I remember there was a time actually around this when I was playing district when I was younger when I re- kind of realizing I'm not gonna make it yeah that, I did start to hate it a little bit then um, yeah but no I quickly I mean anyone that knows me knows I absolutely love cricket uh, and oh, absolutely. Never, there was never a hatred of watching the game I still I would still yeah. be watching it but there's just there's just something about eventually 
you'll be in the net saying, oh, I hate this game. I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore or training. And then there would just be one shot or one ball that you absolutely nail. And you just say, yeah, I love this game. I love this game. Because it's just, yeah. just a, a moment of just winning, basically. So it's, it's just, it's good to... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've, I, I think I've definitely found that more so in diversifying myself within sport. I mean, you know, you know me, obviously, I'd love to watch any kind of sport and yeah. especially American sports. And I think yeah. that's, yeah. I think that's more, I think that's more where my enjoyment comes. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like I say, with running, you know, that feeling is incredible and physically I can't replicate that feeling, but yeah. certainly watching sports. I mean, you know, just last night, I think I stayed up till 2am watching the baseball yeah um you know that for me yeah that's what that's what gets it for me I think I, I would describe myself as a fan of all sports um yeah. you know it's it, yeah I mean just chuck the tv on and yeah it's the competitiveness if yeah. you play sport then you're competitive so you want to see competitors well compete I mean I, exactly. I the second thing about baseball but I'd still definitely go watch it certainly because American football American sports sorry especially American football they are just the amazing atmospheres I'd love to go see one live I mean I know absolutely me and you and Tom were planning to go to American football live but, uh, but that never happened sadly I'm sure I'll go at some point but another thing is that you don't have to play the sport to enjoy it uh, absolutely yeah I, I love tennis I'm not very good at tennis I tried it once or twice and then another, another good example is I love Formula One like yeah i don't drive i don't drive a very fast car i drive a toyota yaris which is battered so uh, i still enjoy watching f1 especially and then that goes back to the competitive nature like f1 is in my opinion actually the hardest sport because if you get something wrong or any race yeah. something wrong then it's it's all over so it's curtains yeah um, yeah that's that's i i really enjoy that competitive edge as well definitely and i think that can i think that can relate and it you know maybe gets a bit philosophical here but definitely relate to being able to educate yourself and you know we are I'm trying to put myself put this out as a resource to people to try and yeah I don't know motivate themselves to get educated or whatever but you know if you can be competitive at educating yourself and almost in a way you know saying you know not like I know more than you I'm better than you but more like you know I know I have this experience let me share it with you let's you know get a better idea for the whole yeah yeah, that's the thing. Once again, if we go back to what we're talking about with the how brilliant diversity is and how Britain is diversifying, although obviously there are people that don't like that, but personally for me it is it's brilliant because if you're if you're if you're willing to share your experiences, you actually learn something and that can yeah. really benefit you to make better decisions because your decisions, well, majority decisions you make are going to affect someone else. And if you know or or you at least you have some understanding of the way that it will affect them and the way it has affected them, then you're going to make better decisions. So I love being able to mix and being able to uh, get new understandings of things in order to to broaden your horizons because you're always going to make better decisions you're always going to be better and whether that is that I think that's the crucial thing you want to be better than yourself absolutely that sounds that that sounds a bit cliche but you you always want to be better than you were before whether it's mentally or whether it's educationally where with you know like I said broadening your horizons better experiences talking to people uh, or whether it's something physical like the way I always look at weight loss and the, 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 with the thing with another thing I got with the weight loss uh, is um, I'm surprised you haven't put the, the weight back on. Uh, but there's a strong thing with me is I always want to be better than I was before. And that yeah. would be helpful when I was losing weight, even if like I had a bad day, which you do sometimes. You just think, no, I want, yeah. I want curry or something. Like that. 
you want you want something nice and so but you you, you if you were for a second you probably think oh, i probably should have done that i'm losing weight but it, you were better than you were before and you know tomorrow you'll go again that's exactly yeah you're, you're always going to be better exactly and uh, that's that is very relatable with track and field uh you know people people say you know oh who else is in your race he's got fast time and you it, it yeah. doesn't necessarily matter because at the end of the day, you're running in your own lane. You're yeah. only running against yourself. You know, you're just trying to get better than you were yesterday. And certainly the phrase I've used for myself recently over the past couple of weeks, every day I'm just trying to put another brick in my sort of palace, whatever I'm building yeah. with all these bricks. But every day is just another brick, whether it's a training session, whether it's recording a podcast, yeah. even just going in the kitchen and making dinner or whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. You know, just do yeah. it the best you can. Another hobby, and, just picking up. Yeah, just yeah. another skill. Like, and I think obviously lockdown has hurt a lot of people mentally and and, and it will continue to, especially over in Europe, where it's sadly a lot worse. Absolutely. Um, and in other, obviously other countries, especially in, we don't know the effect fully of it in Africa and places like that. So it's a lockdowns will continue for a long time and, and so will pandemic control. But one thing I think has been crucial with for me during lockdown is just keep learning new skills because it's just, it's just, something to do it's, it's it's a hobby it's you don't want to be sat in your bed the entire time not from the point of view that it's bad for you because realistically yeah. it's not that bad for you just laying down but just because you want to be you will get bored of that exactly of that. and 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 if you're bored then mentally you, you just a bit you can get a bit fried so yeah. just perfect like you said like building new breaks building new skills it's always nice and, and even if you can look back on your day and say oh, I did this today, I did this today. And it doesn't have to be a long list, but as long as you, you feel yeah. like you've done something, you're always mentally going to feel better than if you did nothing. So that's, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's um, that's something that people can take away from this is whatever you're doing, you know, especially obviously in this time, this time of times, yeah. um, at the end of the day, make a list of the stuff you did, you know, whether it, like I say, whether it's making your dinner, you know, making your yeah. bed, even, you know, start your day with making your bed. Yeah, I think it was a Navy SEALs bloke that said something about that. Um, you know, it's the first task completed of the day. But yeah, yeah, yeah. make a list. I mean, I've got like five of these pads that I write everything yeah. down. You know, it's yeah. It, it can also be. It can also be. You can plan in uh, things exactly. you want to do as well. You can plan in things that you need to do. Like for example, when I need to do the ironing, I watch the cricket while I'm doing the ironing. So there I can plan in. I can plan in. I've got the work done and I've done what I wanted to do. Watch as well. So that's that's just you know, it's just as just I don't want to say get things done what because some days you won't get things done and that's fine as well yeah uh, because you're allowed to have off days everyone's allowed to have off days whether you know I you know huge athletes like The Rock for example I know he's not an athlete anymore really well actually no, he is he's huge but he like huge. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean uh, he's not a wrestler. yeah, yeah. Um, he, 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 you know if you look at the his cheat day he, he consumes 6,000 calories and he lays in his bed all day and and so that's yeah. fine is that you know as long as it's few and far between that's perfect you should always do that you should do and another thing when I was going back to do the weight loss is that people ask me well what did you cut out and things like that it was never about cutting anything out it was about eating less yeah it's drinking coke zero instead of coke it's just it's, it's about exactly having uh you know a pack of crisps instead of three bags of crisps or from yeah. about, you know you can have oh, oh i have like a small bag of mini eggs i'm not going to have a huge tub of mini eggs so it's like it's just you don't want to kind of thing out because then you have nothing to look forward to you're still you know you want to be exactly. forced to eat sprouts down you as much as i do love sprouts in fairness but um you know you know what i mean it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's important to get those things that you enjoy still through but then but then again that can also be tick box because you you, you didn't eat as much and now you can apply this to anything you can say okay yeah i didn't i i, I 
I watched the cricket, but I did my laundry while I did it. So that's fantastic. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think there is a tendency, especially with sort of diets and stuff yeah. to try and pinpoint exact things that yeah. you want to do rather than just, let's just re- lower the level as a whole. Maybe. Yeah. But no, like I say, it's, it's been a phenomenal conversation. It really has, uh, you know, like I say, you're an amazing orator. You look amazing. Congratulations right. on your weight loss. Um, you know, it's, in all honesty, it's not something I would have seen you doing the last time yeah. I saw you. Well, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be something I thought I would have done as well. No, but uh, I mean, you've obviously had huge success with it. And I would, you know, gladly give you as an example to someone looking to be in the same situation yeah. and certainly direct them to you. If, if I'd also like to say, if anyone watches this who knows me that wants to talk about that, I'm always completely free because I'm always willing to help because as I, I feel a lot better than I, I did. But at the same time, I still enjoyed myself so if you don't yeah. do it this is no mean this is no me saying do it because you know you should you should do it if you want to do it and if if you do want to do it then i'm always free to send me yeah. or an instagram and I'll, and I'll always give tips or something yeah absolutely and you know on the uh on the closing credits you know i'll have our instagrams up there yeah. and you know all the different things you can follow on uh, is there anything you want to plug anything you want to give a shout out to no not really i think i think no. just kind of going over what we said things like the three things really first of all the thing you said about writing things down at the end of the day that's yeah. just really important just just to make sure that you felt that like you've done so and that will just make you happier yeah. uh, the other thing is is understanding if you just try and get as much understanding as you can whether it's with uh you know someone comes up to you in the gym and says oh you know you're doing this slightly wrong you can you know arch your back a little or not arch your back you, arch your back, you know what i mean Puff yeah. Your yeah. Out, uh, keep your elbows in when you're doing um bicep curls things like that just getting a better understanding of that or you know going to a going to a, a political lesson or your degree and saying okay this guy has got a different experience to me let me understand that and let me use that to, yeah. to write a better essay whatever it is uh understanding is crucial and then absolutely. finally um another shout out to Vinny's great joke because it's absolutely yeah. shout out to Carlsberg <laughs> shout out to Carlsberg. John Smith the greatest Labour leader that Labour never had <laughs> <laughs> and of course shout out to Vinny as well yeah um, shout- and of course the York cricket team uh, I don't know if you guys are you playing soon yeah we put, we've been playing a lot of pre-seasons game it hasn't gone too well currently we're sitting on a couple of losses we got the start of the university league in two weeks time so that okay. um so yeah i'm looking forward to that yeah no, definitely well of course congrats yeah, for the running as well i hope i hope it goes well i hope to see you in thank TV. you colors one day that'd be great i mean um, hopefully that's certainly what we're aiming for at least yeah. but yeah no like i say it's been a phenomenal conversation um best of luck to you with your cricket season uh yeah. it's been phenomenal having you on by all means you know, go follow Jacob's Instagram. Uh, of course, it'll be on the ending slides. And of course, thank you all guys uh, for watching. Uh, you know, much. I know these uh, shows are getting a bit longer, but I certainly hope that we're providing some kind of value to you all. Um, yeah. And yeah, so once again, thank you all. Thank you, Jacob. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.